This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. So, Karishma is a telepathic animal communicator from Mumbai in India, and she has two-way conversations with animals. She helps their humans understand them better. And in her three years of being a medium, she's spoken to various animals. She talks to dogs, cats, horses, cows, and many more. She's trained under several respected communicators globally, and she's really, really passionate about the pets. Here's something that really stayed with me. Your pet is not just a dog or just a cat or just a parrot. It's an emotional being and we need to be more aware of that. So tell me, what is pet wellness to you? So pet wellness includes not just providing for the dog in terms of materialistic or physical things. You also have to take care of their emotional well-being. Because animals are extremely emotional beings. They have concrete emotions. They have a huge emotional quotient. The emotional quotient is very high. And that is something we always underestimate as human beings. Because we feel that only humans can feel and uh, you know make sense of things. They feel a very complex range of emotions as well as human beings do. For example, they have a high sense of self-respect as well, like just like human beings do. I'll give you an example. I recently had this case uh, of a lovely fluffy dog mm-hmm. uh, who said, I have uh, a high sense of self-respect and there is something that my human does unintentionally not to harm me or demean me, but I don't like it because I... Mm-hmm respect myself. So I asked him, what is it? So he said that I don't like it when he touches me with his legs. I didn't understand that at first. So I asked the human, does this happen? So she says, yeah. So the human had a young son. So she said that my son uses our pet as a leg warmer. So that's something that the dog was not appreciating. And she realized it the minute I told her. She said, whenever my son does that, my pet just gets up and he leaves the room. So I understand that he doesn't like it. So they experience a range of emotions that animal communication just makes us aware of. So that is a a huge part of wellness as well, that your pet is not just a dog or just a cat or just a parrot. It's an emotional being and we need to be more aware of that. That's lovely. Thank you. Thank you. So you're saying it just makes us more sensitive towards our pets. Makes us more sensitive, more aware what they are feeling, what they are thinking. It's like a lot of people say it's like an eye opener. I did not know that my pet could feel that range of emotion or even is catching on to how I'm feeling or is aware of my problems. But they are very, very relevant. If you require guidance as a person, they even give you guidance. Right. So I totally agree with you as to how sensitive the pets are. And tell me, how did your journey start? 
with telepathic animal communication? It's my dog, Benny, who inspired me uh, because uh, I was in back in 2009, I uh, flew to Australia to complete my master's. My sister and her husband, uh, they decided to bring Benny home and that was our first family dog. We've never had a dog before. It was amazing the kind of bond we shared and you know, the journey. He made it so easy for me in a foreign country to adapt and he was he was an eye opener for me that you know a dog can you know make me so happy make me so aware of myself and like my whole life centered around him at that point and uh, unfortunately I had to move back to India and I missed him terribly I still do I still miss him terribly and my page uh, dogs of Bombay it posts about uh, adoption appeals missing dogs as well so this one fateful evening. I posted a missing dog appeal and uh, my friend told me to get in touch uh, with an animal communicator for on behalf mm -hmm. of the humans. So I said, mm -hmm. what is animal communicating? I've never heard something like that. So she said, oh, they're, they're the people, they speak to animals and they probably might help uh, the family locate the dog. I said, okay, do they even do it for non-missing pets, like just a you know, general conversation? She said, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm sure they do that. So the first thing I said, I got to speak to Benny. And so I got in touch with uh, Manjri Late. She is one of the best in India. And mm -hmm. she eventually went on to becoming my teacher. And right. uh, the kind of revelations that we had in that conversation, I still remember so clearly. And actually, I wasn't that surprised because I always kind of knew that Benny is capable of those kind of details and those kind of emotions. And then I told her, you have to teach me because... I need to talk to Benny myself as well, right? Yeah. And so she told me to join her workshop and there's just no looking back. So I joined her workshop. I joined several others after that. Benny has opened up so many new avenues for me in my life, not just career-wise, but even emotional um, journey and spiritual journey. Just that one little fluffy dog that I have. I totally agree with you. I think dogs change or pets rather, change people's lives and they come into our life for a reason. Explain to us, Karishma, how does animal telepathic communication work? Because, you know, a lot of people are, you know, completely foxed by it. Telepathy, the word is uh, of Greek origin. So we mm -hmm. break it up. Tele means uh, distance and pathos means feelings. So it's a transfer of feelings from a distance. So telepathy is something that we are all born with and we all practice on a daily basis as well, not only with our animals, but with each other as humans as well. So for example, your daughter is coming home and you start thinking about her. She's doing, she's coming anytime and you wonder mm -hmm. where, where, where is she right now? And suddenly the doorbell rings. That's, mm -hmm. That we believe is not a coincidence. That is telepathy. You kind of connected with her already, just you were not aware of it. Or for right. example, if you are in another city, you feel some relative in another city is not feeling well. And that's actually true. And that is telepathy as well. So with telepathic animal communication, we just become more aware of how we are exchanging that information. So we become more aware of our senses. And uh, some communicators may see things, they, they see visuals during the communication. For me personally, I hear things. I can feel textures, especially in terms of food, like crunchy, soft, gravy-like, and things like that. Some communicators can smell 
some can even feel their impacts. So okay. through a vibe, just become more aware of our senses, basically, and use all the senses to transfer information. This is Anshu Bahanda. You can find our podcast, Wellness Curated, on Apple, Spotify, and a host of other channels. And will you explain the process to us? What is the process that you go through to talk to a dog or to to a pet? So it's very simple. There is nothing complicated about it. As I'm going to keep mentioning, anybody can do this. In my case, personally, I just ask for very basic information from uh, the human. That includes a picture of the pet, the name of the pet, who lives in the family and questions that you wish to ask. Mm -hmm. And then I just start a conversation like, hi, Hector, can we speak right now? And that's it. And then I just start asking the questions. I note down how I'm feeling, what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing, ask questions uh, based on what the family has shared, so on and so forth. So personally, I take it down and write it down. And then I get onto a call with uh, the Mm -hmm. human and then I convey the messages. But uh, that's just how I work. Uh, There are some communicators who do live sessions as well, who would have you on the phone and have your pet at the same time and kind of like a three-way conversation, conference call going on. So these are just the two ways that I'm aware of how uh, communicators work. So that's interesting. You're saying that you go and you communicate with the pet and then you convey that to the pet owner while some people work three ways so they would talk to the pet and to the owner at the same time yeah so that's kind of like a live conversation like we are having now and so Hector would join in and then I would ask Hector what you are asking me and then convey it to you at that very moment tell us about some of the revelations or breakthroughs that you've had in this space uh, that have positively affected people and their lives and their pets. So very recently, uh, I had a very urgent health case of a male Shih Tzu had a very nasty eye infection and um, coincidentally injured the same eye. The doctor said uh, we may have to get the eye out, install a prosthetic eye for him. So it was not very good news for the humans, Mm -hmm. obviously. So they called me, asked me, uh, does he really think that we need to get his eye out? So he said, no, it's not required. So I conveyed that information uh, to the humans. And then they said, okay, we have the appointment again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And the vet uh, the next day said that, no, we really need to get this eye out. So they called me and said, you know, I'm sorry. And, you know, despite what my pet said, uh, we need to get the eye out. I said, okay, then you've got to go with what the vet is saying because animal communication does not replace veterinary care. So I said, okay, we got to go ahead. They said, we got to go ahead. So they said, okay, we have like about a 10-day waiting period till his eye heals, the swelling goes down and his values come, uh, you know, they balance off. I said, all right, that's all fine. And the day before the surgery, when they went for the final checkup, the vet was absolutely surprised. He said, I have never seen a case as severe as this and uh, the eye has healed. No surgery required. Yeah, and they said, obviously, he will require some medication and, you know, whatever else. 
but the surgery is not required and the humans were ecstatic they said you know my our dog has been saying that right from the word go okay. and uh, yeah. we are just really really happy that the surgery is not required so that's the kind of insight they have to their own health issues okay and they right. even suggest uh, what kind of healing works for them if the vet if they are comfortable with their treatment or their diagnosis where on their physical body do we need to focus things like that so it's um, it's quite uh, informative when you speak to them and obviously when you speak to a human as well you ask how a human is feeling you will obviously get more insight so it's the same thing with animals as well i also think there's this huge amount of sensitivity that pets have mm-hmm. which we humans probably sometimes forget because we're multitasking all the time sensitivity and they are also very much grounded as beings they are very grounded they are very in the present much more than mm-hmm. us they are in the yes. present yes. so again i'll give you an example some of the uh, cases that i get are rescue dogs and mm-hmm. the humans always ask what happened in their past before we rescued them from the shelter so some of them will mention this 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 happened to me and some of them will say why is that even important i am here now why do we need to dig up the past so that's an amazing lesson mm-hmm. that's incredible what are some of the common mistakes that you find that pet owners we pet owners make so going back uh, to the first point we have to take care of their emotional well-being as much as mm-hmm. their physical needs as well when you okay. are bringing a pet into your family please mm-hmm. understand that you are adding a member of your family so we have to be very aware of that that family member is going to pick up on your emotions is going to mirror your emotions is going to be highly sensitive to your personality traits etc and would also like to be very involved in your life talk to them out loud they are understanding each and everything that is going on okay. in your life and because when you talk to them they also mm-hmm. feel very involved as a family yeah. member so you're bringing uh, an animal mm-hmm. home provide some kind of training because you need the structure mm-hmm. like get a, get a trainer on board you need the structure and the animal as well thank you karishma for this unusual and insightful chat on what your pets are thinking and feeling Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the wellness curated podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it. And here's to you leading your best life. <laughs>